We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The baseball season is go, go, go. It's nonstop, relentless for every night, six straight months, and then hopefully another month in October. You also have work, friends, family, and a million other things going on. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. I mean, the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Is there anything better than opening up your refrigerator after a long day, seeing that icy cold Coors Light can or bottle in your fridge? The answer is no, there's nothing better. That's why when it's time to chill, you choose Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So that's why when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show, episode 542. A little Monday action, off-day action for us. A calm before the storm, before the Houston Astros come into town. We just figured, let's spend 20 minutes just ragging all over those douchebags because... I want people to get fired up for this this series. This is like the first the first time there's going to be obviously fans in the stands at Yankee Stadium and the Astros are the opposing team since the 2019 ALCS. They got off the hook last year thanks to COVID. 
That's a reason to hate on him right there. We weren't able to sit there in section 205 in 2020 and boo the crap out of him. Unfortunately, you and I won't be there this week, but there will be what? 15,000 people there, nine, however many thousands of people there booing the Astros. And I'm looking forward to it. This is a needed podcast because, yes, we cannot let them off the hook. We needed to make sure that we should on the Astros before this plays. We had, uh, I don't know, 450 tickets reserved in right field, section 205-206 for tonight's game, Tuesday's game, May the 4th. A lot of, lot of fun things were going to happen. Obviously, that can't happen now. That's not how things are working correct uh, currently in the stadiums. Hopefully, that does change. But, yes, we need some time to, to remember. I need everybody to drum up that hatred again. Remember, remember why this team did what they did. Granted, there are a lot of new players there. There are some players that are... Uh, very much on this roster that are that 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 are assholes. There are also uh, players that are no longer there um, that that were part of this. So this is just to remember. We need to we need to make sure that we take twenty minutes and all just you know go back and recap some of the things that really pissed us off. Yeah, and this is the fact that they were you know blatantly cheating and and took it took it a, a year essentially plus away from us uh, at what would have been the 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 peak. The peak of this team potentially after what happened in 2016 when they, they had a lot of momentum. 2017 was just like a fun, fun, fun year. And we lost to uh, a team that eventually uh, was found out that they were cheating so badly. This isn't, this isn't rehashing what the Astros actually did. That's not no. a fun bad guess. This is shitting all over them for how much they were assholes after they got caught. The arrogance. The arrogance. The arrogance. And that's really the through line here. It's the arrogance. It's the backtracking. It's the deflecting. It's the not acknowledging because I truly believe the Astros don't think they did anything wrong. They think that they just were doing something everyone else was doing and, and they just happened to get caught. So let's start with the third. The first like thing. Like pine tar. Like pine tar. The first Everybody's thing that's doing it. The first thing that pissed me off, this is what we're going to do five and then maybe some honorable mentions. Number one, the first thing that pissed me off, and I think he's probably, this guy's probably the poster boy for just shut the hell up already. It's Carlos Correa and the interview he did with Ken Rosenthal, where he basically just denied, 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 accused, 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 called out Cody Bellinger, called out Aaron Judge, who expressed their opinions on the Astros cheating scandal. And obviously their opinions were that it's wrong and the Astros should be either stripped of their title, stripped of their awards or not legit delegitimized or whatever it may be. And, and he comes out and with these, these arrogant comments, he goes, when Bellinger talks about that, we cheated for three years. He either doesn't know how to read is really bad at reading comprehension or is just not informed at all. The commissioner's report clearly states that all those activities were conducted in 2017. 2018, nothing happened. 2019, nothing happened. He claims, Carlos Correa, that in 2018-2019, they were a squeaky clean baseball team when, in fact, there was stuff in the commissioner's report. There has been stuff found since, especially in Andy Martino's book, which I read and did a podcast with him about, that they were cheating in 2018 and 2019. Were they banging a trash can? No, but they were cheating just the same. They were just doing it in other ways. They were using a massage gun to slam the back of the dugout wall to indicate what's, what pitches were coming. They were whistling. They were they were having signals on the, the, the video scoreboard in center field, light signals. They were cheating. They just weren't banging a trash can. So shut the hell up, you jackass Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa used to be 
a guy that across baseball, I, I really did like I got behind and, and unfortunately it actually in 2017, before we knew any of this, there were some endearing things about him. We learned in the playoffs and in the postseason, and really the world series one, the, His, the proposal it, that everybody remembers, right. But also yeah. him uh, coming up as a baseball player in Puerto Rico and learning English purely mm -hmm. so he could talk to the reporters. I was like, wow, that's, that's a cool story. And then he's got to go and do this. Not so, only he did he, so he could talk to the reporters. So he could talk to Rosenthal. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Your arrogance comes very clear, comes through very clearly. And you are uh, essentially acting like your shit don't stink and everybody else is stupid, even though everybody essentially broke the code in the in MLB and came out and, and publicly, you know, spoke against this. So it was a, it was a unifying moment for everybody else in baseball. And these guys were on the other side and they just denied it. The arrogance to deny it is what is what I think rubs me the wrong the the rubs me wrong the most of anything is the arrogance in this whole in this whole thing. The arrogance to do it, the arrogance to do it in people's faces, and then the arrogance to deny it and put blame on other people after you got caught. Like what are you doing? Okay. Number yeah, two. The, the second one is Jose Altuve and his stance of, oh, I was just the innocent bystander. I didn't do anything. I never used the trash can scheme. I'm a, I'm a, I'm the good guy in all of this. My, I didn't want my shirt ripped off because my wife, she would get mad at me. I'm too modest of a guy. Don't look at me. I wasn't cheating at all. I'm the good guy here, Mr. Jose Altuve. That pissed me off. Even if he wasn't using a buzzer, which unfortunately he probably was not, they were probably not using buzzers. It's still, you're shady. You're shady. You were doing something. I don't know what you were doing. You don't pass the smell test, Jose Altuve. You were doing something. There's no doubt that you understood what pitch was coming. There's no, there's just no possible way after looking back now and seeing all of the smoke. And that's the thing. When you have smoke, you have fire. Nine times out of 10. And especially, there were so many fires happening on this team throughout this clubhouse, throughout the front office. It was everywhere. The entire organization was dirty. They're filthy. Therefore, Filthy Altuve, run. also, also, also dirty. And I believe they were using buzzers. I still, I still believe it. Still believe so it. Even though, even though believe. people went back and found a buzzer on Babe Ruth, I still think it was, uh, but the buzzers were on Altuve underneath the equipment. Those are my so, favorite. Like people like identifying oh, yeah. <laughs> lumps in like old photos yeah. and like there's a buzzer. <laughs> I, I really wanted there to be buzzers. And Martino, when I talked to him, he's like, I did all the digging I could. There's just no evidence there that they were doing it. But whatever. If sometimes your reputation precedes you where there's smoke, there's fire, like, like you just said. The number three thing that pissed me off, and this I didn't know about until today. I thought Jeff Lunau basically just went away and shut and, and shut up like he was supposed to do, but no. In October 2020, so a year after pretty much he got caught, he does an interview. And he denies ever knowing that the team was cheating. He said he found out about the cheating when the public found out, when the article went went public and viral in The Athletic. Are you freaking kidding me, Jeff Leno? Code Wait, this was a different interview. This was a different interview than, than uh, the, on, that was on television? Because I remember seeing the one on television. Maybe this is the one I'm thinking of. This happened in October 2020. Did yeah. he do an interview? I don't think you're thinking of AJ Hinch. No, I'm not. I'm thinking of Lunau. Okay. Well, anyway, Lunau denied ever knowing about this when, in fact, Codebreaker, which was the computer program, which was basically just an advanced Excel spreadsheet, they used to crack what signs were coming. 
literally came from his department. It was an intern. Oh, yeah. In his department, mm-hmm. presented it to Lunau, Lunau and his team and said, we can decipher signs faster using this. Lunau then said, okay, let's do that. So he absolutely knew about it. Shut the hell up, Jeff Lunau. Again, this just goes back to the argument. This is the interview that I'm thinking of. I, I, I did see this at, at that point, which uh, at that point, it, it bothered me because again, there's no accountability. Like that's, there was no accountability for this entire thing. The accountability, it didn't come from Major League Baseball. These guys are all back in the game on a Major League level. Everybody, everybody is is just like acting like it didn't happen. AJ Hinch got an immediate job opportunity, which kind of saw the, the, the writing on the wall there. Um, you know, everybody who in the the only person I guess is Carlos Beltran, but probably by choice at this point. Well, Lonau's um, not in not baseball right in. now. Lonau was fine, but I'm talking about the baseball guys. The when you when you look at the um, the aftermath, though, not not taking ownership of any of this is what is it really just bothers me. And the fact that they were going to get uh, they were going to be held accountable the the following year when there were people in the stands. And COVID took that away. So yeah. they didn't even get that. And that's why me not, that not being there tomorrow with a massive group of people is so bothering me because this was, I mean, I had this, this, uh, this game circled, you know, I think at the end of, at the end of last year, when I was thought it was maybe a possibility because it was a Tuesday game. I wasn't going to wait for, you know, a Thursday or a, a more convenient. There had to be the first day and the first game when they walk in, because that's, that's when you have to give it to them. They deserve everything and they're just not getting it right now. But I'm hopeful that everybody at Yankee Stadium, the, the small amount of people there, will uh, give them the absolute business. But for all intensive purposes, these guys walked away so clean, and it pisses me off. The number four thing God, was the, mad. the Astros fake. That was the whole point of this. The Astros fake apologies during spring training last year. Do you remember that press conference oh, yes, I when do. it was Jim, uh, Jim Crane and it was Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa, and they they more deny, 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 accuse, accuse, accuse. Jim Crane, with these comments, our opinion is that this didn't impact the game. And then less than a minute later, he goes, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. And then the coup de gras, he says, I don't think I should be held accountable. You, the owner of the, the franchise that was cheating, don't think you should be hold, held accountable. How far is your head up your ass, Jim Crane? So His, the, his head's not up his ass. His head is, is, is in the... Is buried in the, the sand. Buried, no, well, it's it's buried in the boys' club of MLB ownership. That's where it's buried. Understanding again, no, no accountability. Understanding that they're all going to get each other's back. Even the even the way that the 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 uh, the uh, the penalties were handed down was was just so glad handed, man. The whole thing is just absolutely yeah. ridiculous. MLB um, punished them, but it was really a slap on the wrist. It was five million bucks, which. Jim Crane confined in the bottom of his pocket, and it was some draft picks. It wasn't substantial cheat, uh, substantial penalties, which is why baseball is kind of just once again looking the other way with a cheating scandal instead of addressing it head on, and maybe finally once and for all ending something instead of just letting it drag on. That's something to be angry about. Too. The Jim, the the Jim, the uh, the fake press conference, the fake uh, apology press conference got the um. The clown treatment, uh, that was when I got back into video editing for five minutes and threw a uh, a, a clown face on him talking the entire time because that's exactly what it was. The whole thing was just imagine We're rolling CEO. it out just to show some people. There's no nothing contrite, nothing nothing really said in here that that does anything at all. And, and then backing down the owner 
saying that I have no responsibility and I should not have responsibility. It's You're crazy. The, owner. You're the, the arrogance owner. is so thick from top yeah. to bottom. And when I say bottom, I'm talking about Altuve because he's short. But this hey, is there's terrible. plenty of short people out there. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I can't imagine any CEO, any president of any organization, it doesn't matter whether you actually did the thing or not, you're held responsible because you're at the top. And guess what, Jim Crane? Of course. You're at the top, and that's what comes with owning a team, owning a company, whatever it may be. You are ultimately responsible. So, F But you, that precedent is now set through the organization. Of, yeah. Of, oh, and, yeah and, it, and we saw, we saw what else was happening there. There was, there was no accountability for the way that people were treated. Uh, there were, you know, there was just completely that the entire, the, the, the back office of that, of that, uh, that franchise just set horrible precedent with the way terrible. that, with so the way that the, the, um, the, yeah, they're treating the, the women reporters. Like yep. there's just stories and stories and stories of how bad and how, how deep the, uh, you know, the, the poison is in that, in that, uh, in that franchise. So I hope that they've cleaned it up, but yep. who's at the top still? Well, yeah, because like you said, the boys club, they can't force them to sell. I mean, the only, what was the one example? uh, What what was the guy who had to sell the Clippers? Like, that's the only example I can think of of recently where there was an owner forced to sell. What's his name? Sterling? Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Jim Crane's still reaping all the benefits of being an MLB owner, raking in millions and millions of dollars a year into his billion dollar bank account. AJ Hinch didn't know about the cheating either. He, he shook hey, his fist at that's it. Gonna be fist one, at it. That's going to be one this. of the, uh, the honorable mentions. But number five, and this this pissed everyone off, uh, while also making us all smile, was Houston security removing fans with signs last spring training before COVID who had the asterisk signs, the trash can signs, the cheating signs, anything to troll the Astros. They just had to remove immediately. But you know what? That almost made it even better because it brought more attention to it because the clips went extra viral on Twitter and Instagram when the security had to take the guy out with the asterisk sign instead of him just sitting there behind home plate with it. Yeah, the whole thing is an embarrassment. Everything is an embarrassment. The organization is an embarrassment. The fact that they stole uh, prime years of the New York Yankees is a goddamn travesty. A lot of things. A lot of things. This this team could be very different. We've we've mentioned this in the past, but you you look at the way history ha- played out, uh, and and how it could have been different if that series, you know, a couple a couple different things happened. These guys didn't have the ability to uh, to know what was coming, and the Yankees get to the World Series, probably win the World Series. Who knows? Who knows how that how that that domino affects uh, the next year and the following year uh, differently so- than what it did. Some honorable mentions I'll run through quickly, and then we can leave some final thoughts for the hated Astros. AJ Hinch's interview with Tom Verducci, where he just came off like a total boob, not really taking ownership, basically saying, oh, yeah, I knew about it. I didn't agree with it, though, but I also didn't do anything to stop it. Okay, you're the manager of the team. Put he your broke foot TVs. down. No, you got, you got walked all over, you boob. And now somehow he's back in the game managing. I would not hire that guy he had no control over his team. He got walked all over. You can't have a manager getting walked all over. That pissed me off. Uh, another thing that pissed me off. Yeah, he just for- walked all over his team. That, is something, that was something to be said. His I forgot about trash. this one. And this just speaks to the the arrogance or whatever you want to call it. The uh, the What's the word for it? Um, just being unaware. Uh, Dusty Baker who they hired as their manager after A.J. Hinch, who was not with the organization when all this shit went down, 
He was the first person to speak about the cheating scandal last spring. Not Jim Crane, not someone who was in the organization previously, not a player. No, a guy who's new to the organization. You're basically just throwing out there to the wolves. Just like that. If that doesn't tell you all you need to know about this organization, I don't know what does. So, yeah, absolutely. The the whole Reggie Jackson thing that, that's what is going on there. So they're buddies, Jim Crane and Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Like, it's rubbing me the wrong way, though. I don't but, like it. But this is like this Reggie Jackson's in the boys club. I know he is, but I don't I don't like it. Doesn't mean I have to like it. I don't like uh, the well, yeah, He's probably doing like anything some, about it. He's probably doing some advisory role. It's to probably the, something that's nothing. It got. Yeah. And, and it was just it's bullshit role. But still, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I don't want Reggie uh, talking to those people. Fair enough. So you want to add it to the list? I do want to add it to the list. It's pissing me off. Come on, Reggie. <laughs> You already mentioned that Hinch and Cora got jobs immediately. MLB didn't really punish the organization, didn't punish the players at all. Uh, the because fact, they didn't know where to stop. They couldn't keep going because they didn't know. They couldn't prove well, the players union, the players in the player side, the players union was going to get behind it because there were other people probably, you know, may, I'm sure there were, uh, you know, a few select people that were unaware relatively, but where do you draw the line at that point? Then what happens when other people on other teams, it got messy. I, I did understand a bit of that but the accountability wasn't there. Yeah. And last year, the fact that, like we said, they got off the hook because no fans in the stands for COVID. And even though they were below 500 in the regular season, they somehow made it to the championship series last year, almost made it back to the world series. Annoying as hell. Uh, and, and just, it's just overall the, the attitude coming from that organization. I don't know if it would have been, I guess it would have been, better, but I don't know how it would have been if they just completely apologized, took ownership. Like, I don't know if there was, is if there's an organization that would do that, like what that would look like, but what they've done is completely the opposite. They've gone full heel uh, in one sense. That's good for the game. It, it, it We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Creates buzz and creates rivalries and stuff, but on yeah, the other it would have. It would have if disgusting. we had a real season last year. It would have. That's what pisses me off more than anything. The fact that they were going to be held accountable in every single visiting ballpark last year, and now that we're another year removed, it's just not going to be the same. It's not the same as it would have been. Plus, it's a uh, you know the the total number of people aren't going to be so. It's it's lost its effect in people's mind. If this was the year after the first year it happened they would have really, really felt the wrath of this. And that would have been, you know, enough, like the the public scorn would have been, 
would have felt good. Would have felt good for all of us, I think, to have that ability to boo, just to like like a hard a hard boo, and just to give them whatever the you want to do, whatever the Couple peace of mind is, and want. a hard boo. And that was taken away from us, and that stings. That stings. And even so, even tomorrow, it ain't gonna be the same. I have of any place the Bronx is gonna bring it for the limited capacity in there, but it ain't the same. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? We've all gone through a lot over the past year plus with COVID. Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in your area. And it's available worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living happier today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily to see for yourself. Visit betterhelp.com slash Bronx21. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. We have a great special offer for our listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Bronx21. One more time, betterhelp.com slash Bronx21. Hopefully, you know, the the core players are still there. Your Bregman, Correa, Altuve, like those faces are still there. The Yankees still have to be pissed about it because Aaron Judge is still there. Gary Sanchez is still there. Like the core of the Yankees guys are still there. One of their guys is on our side now with with Garrett Cole. So we've got that storyline going. I think I'm hoping the intensity, we see it on the field. I And the Torinos only- is in the minors. <laughs> Maybe they called Chirinos up. Chirinos, just Chirinos has been there. He was there with spring training, though. I mean, like there's there there's been he's been in the clubhouse here. So yeah. Maybe can Cameron Maven come back around just just to just to add fuel to the fire? I don't know. Uh, I'm obviously looking forward to the series because it's the first time. But yeah, you're you're totally right. It would have been this times a million if we got it last year like we were supposed to, or even this year like we we're supposed to with hundred percent capacity. But I hope this podcast got you fired up for this evening's ball game. And uh, where do you, do you say, do you say the Astros are still right now the number one Yankees rival or, or is it Tampa? Yeah. I, 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 when you look at like teams across the league that you hate, I think everybody, I think people certainly absolutely hate the, the Astros more than any other team, like the pure hatred. Like there's a, there's actually, it's not even like a, you know, because for a rivalry, like I, I respect my rivals. I have, I have a level of respect and it's a, it's usually intense. Oh, look at matchup. you. No, but I think mighty, but that goes rivals. that goes I think across rivalries, right? You, you, there's there's a, I mean there's kind an of intensity. I, respect, I kind of respect the way Tampa is able to just I do too. I absolutely keep respect playing Tampa. good baseball against the yeah. Yankees. I I I don't like that Tampa team, but that doesn't mean I don't respect them and and think that they're wor- a worthy opponent. The Astros, I don't respect them. I just How I could I you after all this the organization all we that, just talked about. And that's what's different. That's that's why it's different. So when you're asking me if the, if if they are the rival I feel like they're the hated team. I can tell you that. Yeah. They're the hated team. I think the rival, uh, when you look at it from a competition, 
um, standpoint, it's Tampa. But okay. but no, I think they are by far the most hated. Absolutely. It's okay. a different, it's a disdain. I, I, I would agree I with you. And I think them. I think most people would. So enjoy the game tonight. Call up the voicemail line. Tell us how much you hate these Astros. Hopefully the Yankees win the series. And that's the best revenge. Get the revenge on the field. Because guess what? If the Astros beat you in this series, what can we really say? So you cannot lose this series. You have to win on the field against this team. That'll it it actually it. feels like a really big series. I really, really want to win this series badly. How do you how do you how do you look at this Yankees team that's finally turning it around if they go up against finally a decent opponent the Astros like we just talked about the mo- their most hated team and then you lose how do you how, how do you come back from, like not how do you come back from that but what do we say to that what is the comeback from a fan standpoint there it's like oh this team no balls they have to win they have they yeah they have to they have to put up a it's got to be a good performance there's no doubt yeah. all, right. all right we'll talk Here to you again later this week let's go Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com